Good afternoon, and welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Do you want to help make the world a better place but don't know where to start? Join us as we explore the possibilities on today's show with inspiring guests, uplifting music, and new ideas. So let's get started. Here are your hosts, Lori Ann Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead. Welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. I'm your host, Uncle Mark Olmstead. And I'm Lorianne Rising. Did you know that October is National Head Start Awareness Month? So in honor of helping children get a head start, they need to develop a healthy sense of self-esteem and create a successful future. We're welcoming back an early brain development specialist to share tips and tools for parents and grandparents. Before we get into that, though, we are super excited to share with you a couple of just a little announcements, how things are going. We are still making progress little bits at a time. Of course, it's. I'm sure you're getting tired of hearing how slow it's going, but like so many others, September was just so full of chaos. We are excited to be moving forward into a different rhythm of things, hopefully. But a couple of things that are happening. We are finally getting things moved over to storage uh, and out of where we've been. We've got the fifth wheel in progress. Mark has been working really hard on making sure it's sealed up, ready for travel. We've been cleaning and cleaning and cleaning, reclaiming it from all the mice that moved in while it was in storage. And somewhere in the middle of everything that happened in September, the show itself, Rise and Shine, hit a couple of benchmarks that are really exciting. For one, we are now heard in over 26 countries around the world. So we are truly international. And we broke through the 11,000 download mark. And that's just, we've only been on the air for five months. This is actually our 25th show, I believe, 26th show maybe. And in just five months being on the air once a week, we have been heard around the world over 11,000 times. So we are so grateful and so excited. So keep listening, keep sharing, and let's have some fun today. So today, we get to welcome back our first repeat guest, Deborah McNellis. She's an early brain development specialist and creator of Neuro Nurturing. Throughout her career as a kindergarten teacher, program coordinator, community leader, project evaluator, ECE degree instructor, policy advocate, international speaker, and author... Yes, all that. <laughs> Deborah has been dedicated to helping children develop an invaluable knowing that their inherent value, that know about their inherent worth. She is the founder of Brain Insights LLC and has developed interactive packets for parents and teachers that reduce the effects of trauma and stress on young brains. And if this year hasn't been a stressful experience for families, I don't know what might qualify. And as an even more recent update, I am thrilled that she has now endorsed the interactive educational activities our True Sunbeam team has created for teachers and parents. So thank you so much for that endorsement, Deborah, and welcome, welcome back. back. 
<laughs> well, you're so welcome for the endorsement, and I'm thrilled to be invited back. What an honor that is. Thank you. Uh, well, we just we loved having you on before, and we've loved keeping in touch since, of course, and seeing how things are developing and shifting and changing, and just a little bit. What have you been up to yeah. since since you were here? And what was it? May, I think, was. Yes. Well, still staying in home, at home uh, mm -hmm. since COVID is still existing, but yeah. that has brought the opportunity for me to do uh, a lot of uh, virtual um, sharing of brain insights. Um, in addition, I, I love being creative and creating new things, and uh, so that I've been doing a lot of that as well. So I've been creating a few new um, products, and some are still in the works, some are um, available already. Um, and I'm kind of narrowing the focus of what I'm uh, working on, or well, narrowing the focus of, of Brain Insights to get more at the whole reason I started it in the first place. And it kind of goes to a little bit of what you were saying, Mark, at the beginning, that I just, I just, <laughs> and I know you two feel the same way, just have, and so many others do, a passion for children to believe in themselves mm. and not lose that um, mm. value of, and that feeling of worth because they're born as this beautiful, undefinable brilliance is the term I use. Exactly. And, um, you know, the, the experiences and the messages they get sometimes wire their brain to help them believe something different about themselves. Mm. And then as adults, so many adults, right, are trying to change that wiring that got right, in there. And, right. And, uh, we spend and, half our lives and, trying to recover. Yeah. yeah, and learn that we really are enough just exactly. as we are. And yeah. so, I, I, like I said, I'm kind of narrowing the focus to put more of the emphasis on, on that that reason that I started Brain Insights. Uh, well, that's Fantastic. that's a beautiful focus. And I can't think of anything that would be much more important than that for future generations. So oh. that is amazing. I, I mean, love that. If we, if we started adding up the collective time that adults spend in recovery from not doing that work early on and not, not getting that education early on, I should say. Yeah. And it's just, I've been, I've been connecting with a few people these days in my garage sale. I do my little spiel when I'm, I'm out uh, inviting people to help, you know, clear away my stuff and help me downsize. It's like, okay, this, this is for the purpose of getting out there because the technology now, we now know that the subconscious works in a way that, that we didn't know. Our parents didn't know growing up. And so we've got to apply this information to the way we're raising kids now. And, and I, I let them know that this is all about my book and, you know, yes. getting this, yep. this kid's book out there is what we've got to get on the road to do because we've got to start educating kids. So exactly. I that's, so appreciate your work. That's why we connected so well. And so immediately, mm -hmm. because we yep. just have that, that same focus. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're so right. You know, we didn't, our parents, and even when I was raising my kids, we didn't have the brain development research and the science behind what is actually going on in, that, in those kids' brains to create that wiring in those pathways yep. that so many adults are trying to change now. Mm. And yeah. the importance of dream time, too, is the, the, the thing. Do you, are you working on, uh, on 
dream programming specifically in any other directions? No, it's just a fascinating area. I'm but thinking so <laughs> too. Like, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> well, you know what? When you have your daytime be positive and full of positive messages, right, that's right. going to affect the dreams you have. So yeah, it may not be exactly. specific, but I have a feeling you're still affecting the, the positive yes. dreams. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The more positive experiences they're having during the day, you know, that, um, yeah, sleep is kind of like there's more information and research to showing that it's kind of like during sleep, there's some of that toxicity physical toxicity that's uh, being released. And um, children are, um, it, their, their dreams are going to be affected by what is the last thing that was happening right before they fell asleep. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. definitely. Well, I know October is, you know, National Head Start Awareness Month and your work in early brain development just makes such a huge difference at those ages. So I'm curious, tell us a little bit about how Brain Insights really aligns with that, with the theme of the month. Yeah, well, um, Head Start is, is designed for giving children that opportunity to develop who they are and the best they can be as early as possible. It's giving them that head start. And it's based on this understanding that the earlier, the better, and that we provide these, um, these learning and socialization opportunities um, during that time and nutrition and health and, mm -hmm. and all of those Foundation. aspects. Yeah. yeah, all of that, um, which is exactly <laughs> what, I, what I promote. And um, so I've had a lot of opportunities to work. I haven't worked in Head Start itself, but uh, I coordinated a family literacy program for about 12 years, and um, and part of that was to um, collaborate in partnership with Head Start programs. So, um, so I've had that that direct experience as well as doing presentations on early brain development, brain insights presentations mm. at Head Start conferences. Wow. And, um, and I was just going to share with you this, you, you may have seen it because we're connected on social networking, but um, that I was sharing all over the place yesterday about this new research that or a new study that was done um, to determine does, does early education make a difference long term. Mm. Oh, wow. And what they found is the answer is Ta -da. yes. Duh. Hello. <laughs> How could it not? All caps. D U H. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And um, the the wonderful thing about it is that um, the basis of what they found is that it's the talk, the play, and the socialization that is making the difference in structurally in the brain and those pathways. So it's just verifying all of what we did know um, and the reason that I do and share what I do because I am emphasizing all of those important aspects. And um, so, so is it just from, you know, sometimes we can talk about the positive so, so much and, and understand it, but sometimes to sort of compare it to the other side gives us, you know, almost a more clear picture. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong in terms of child brain development, if you take away the social or the play or some of those things, 
doesn't it actually affect like even the size of the brain and some like it it really it's not just like they don't learn the social skills it's like a whole complete development hindrance is that correct exactly it's it's very true yeah so um the amount of connections the type of connections the physical aspect of the growth of the brain all of that is affected by just like you described um by providing it and if it's lacking you get the opposite um and that's why um you know you mentioned the word positive i'm all about the positive um because um that's why I talk about, you know, the, the um, trauma and the stress is going to activate those stress response systems. And that area of the brain, the stress response areas of the brain are, if those are the experiences a child has had, those traumatic um, types of, ex, you know, stress-filled kind mm-hmm. of experiences, that stress response system, the fight or flight or freeze um, responses that area of the brain is going to develop larger out of proportion than the higher thinking um, areas of the brain, the problem solving, the, um, the self-regulation, the, the, um, imagination, creativity. Um, yeah. The problem solving skills. Yeah. To socialize. Um, so those parts of the brain aren't getting the experiences they need for that to function well. So would it be accurate to say that if you're if a child goes to sleep, I'm I'm stuck on my my dream time thing and the, <laughs> the importance. But if if a child goes to sleep um, fearful, say, or uh, you know concerned about the the traumas of the day or the things that they may have caught on on when mom was watching news or whatever. Um, Oh, and then yeah. they go to and they, they dream about, about those kinds of things. right or, right you know? so yeah. so that eight hours then or however long the child is asleep dreaming that is still programming those parts of the brain with those fear thoughts and those it's like that much of the day is then going to the dark yeah. side basically is this yeah yeah am i accurate there yes the brain um is is kind of um uh what's the word i want um retaining retaining the experiences that happen throughout the day and so that's creating those strong that strong wiring between the 86 billion brain cells that they have right and reliving and reprogramming and refocusing and re and i didn't Mm -hmm. even put together the idea of rebuilding the stronger parts of the brain that are the fight or flight that's really Mm-hmm. concerningly fascinating um yeah well and this wow. year in particular i mean between covid and job losses and you know moves i'm sure that come out of that those are you know for young children traumas and stresses so even though parents may be trying to you know create a positive environment kids kind of pick up that parents might be stressed oh, and, and things so oh, what you're, they do definitely yeah so what you're really offering even the way that yeah. Even yeah. Infants, I noticed yeah. that when my kids were infants, if I was upset about something, they would cry. Even if I wasn't, I, I thought I wasn't showing it. Somehow they knew. <laughs> so de- definitely. And so you're really offering things that parents can do to offset that, that impact on their children. And I, right. 
how how are are your you know how are you making it easier for parents to to help their children develop in positive ways despite the world at the moment <laughs> <laughs> well um my whole thing is having the understanding. If you have a better understanding, like I was just sharing, if you have those um, consistently, predictably high levels of, of stress happening in your life, that's going to wire those, that, those lower functioning areas of the brain more so. So having that understanding that, oh, well, it really makes a difference if I provide these um, fun, interactive, uh, secure, nurturing, fun, I think I said fun already, um, <laughs> type of Very activities. Important. Doubly important. Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> it is. But if that's, that's the experience that's happening more frequently, then those higher areas of the brain are going to develop better. So just having that understanding helps a parent so much. So, so that's my whole thing is helping Helping, first of all, have that understanding. Um, and so I do a lot of presentations on and going through those different areas and what each of those areas do and how we can reinforce and why to reinforce those. So, but to get to a specific in, right. in, in answering your question, um, you know, helping in this situation, um, there's so many different things that can be done. And it, it, of course, is going to depend on the specific situation. You know, it may be that um, it was that a child was going regularly to a preschool program or a Head Start program, and now they're not going to that. And mom mm -hmm. and dad are at home, or, or one parent or another is at home working. Well, the, that parent may be spending a lot of time on the computer, on their screens for work. They might be working virtually. That child may be getting a lot less attention than they were when they were getting to play with other kids and socialize. And, um, and now that's causing that stress. So even if, if it's not in a, uh, you know, worry, stressful, anxiety situation, it's still impacting that child emotionally. Just an environmental so, shift um, is all it would those, really take. Those more difficult situations, mm -hmm. like you said, moving or um, they're not having enough food to eat now because of job loss or all those kinds of things. Um, mm. So the best thing the parents can do is acknowledge. Just don't ignore that a child might be having all those um, feelings and those experiences um, recognize them. And I know it's hard. And empathy is such a big, big, big positive thing to be doing for children. So mm. I know it's really hard. I know you can't play with your friends right now. I know you really liked going to, to Head Start. And I know mommy can't spend as much time with you as I used to or whatever, whatever the situation is, providing that empathy throughout wow. the day. Um, even if those things them, are really you know, hard to say, feeling? yeah, right. Even if those things are really actually hard to say for the parents or to, to yes. even admit that might really be a confrontational thing for a parent to actually, oh, I have to actually express that, that, oh, I'm feeling, you know, it, it would, it would feel like a failure or feel like, 
we're not doing a good job or yeah. you may have to confront all those kinds of things to be able true. to even speak like that to your child. Yeah, that's I, I think very, it, very it, true. it would be so important to, to bridge that, that personal growth. Yeah. But again, if parents <laughs> understand how that is physically impacting that child, maybe that can help a parent get past that and say, mm. this is mm -hmm. hard for me to say, but I know it's for my child's benefit and what mm. a parent yeah. doesn't want the best mm -hmm. for their child. Right. Absolutely. Right. And I think it's just the strength of, of being able to show that vulnerability to your child as well. I think we spoke about that maybe in our yes. previous, uh, in yes. previous, oh, and if, just a, <clears throat> a quick plug, if everybody has not yet heard uh, <laughs> the previous conversation we had with Deborah, be sure to check out that recording. It, was, our, it uh, was in May. In May. Okay. It was May 22nd or somewhere so around look there. That, look yeah, that one up definitely. as a, as a, if you haven't caught well, I know so. you're you know, and the, another point to make about this is that if a parent does show a lot of anxiety or or um, is short with the child or gets angry easily, like say they are the situation I described that the parent is uh, spending a lot of time on on the screen for work and the child is interrupting and needing attention and the parent gets annoyed and yells at it. I'm doing my work right now. I can't be paying attention to you right now. And then later, after the situation calms down, for that parent to go to that child and say, I didn't handle that well. That's not the way I like to talk to you. Just repairing that relationship makes a big difference too. Mm. That is so important. Very important. Thank you for yes, that yes, reminder that, yes. oh, by the way, we're human too. Right. And we're probably not <laughs> always going to be the perfect ideal parent. And mm. it's okay. It's it's how we follow exactly. up and and right. do that. And I and be responsible to the, and to for your for your Definitely. Now, I know that you actually have a model that uh, you developed with specific areas. And I want to get into that, but we actually need to take a short break real quick. Before the big stuff. Right, right. before. So we're going to dive into that model uh, in just a few minutes. Before we do, though, I want to ask listeners, are you an author, musician, or innovator? Yep, that's it. Who's helping create a world that works for everyone? Would you like to reach a worldwide audience? We've actually been heard in 24 countries around the world so far and counting. And counting. So let us help you. We really love helping get the word out about amazing things that make a difference in the world. So visit riseandshineas1.com to learn more. And we're still looking for more musicians to contribute their music and uh, to help promote the 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 next level of inspiring music so be sure if you uh, have a, a favorite song that's that you use as your own inspirational music as well send it on we're uh, looking to connect with new alternatives to share on the show as well and for now you're gonna hear stay tuned by our very own uncle mark right after this In our changing world, how can you protect the self-esteem, confidence, and dreams of the children you love in just five minutes a day, even from a distance? To learn more about Uncle Mark's Best Indie Book Award-winning kids book, 
his music and resources to support families. Visit truesunbeam.com. And if you're an author or musician with a similar mission, learn how to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. Visit Uncle Mark at truesunbeam.com. Are you a woman who's tired of staying silent and people-pleasing at the expense of your own health, wealth, and happiness? Discover the roadmap to self-confidence and freedom in Laurieann Rising's international award-winning book, You, Rising, Reclaim Your Life, Live Your Purpose. And if you're an author whose nonfiction or memoir makes a powerful difference, you're invited to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. For books, resources, and show details, visit laurieannrising.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. What you got going on inside of you Stay tuned to the world you want So you can be there to see it through For living out a story with a happy ending Be careful of the habits that you're now defending The future that we live Reflects what we now give Stay tuned We've only got to stay tuned Stay tuned to what's going on when you're feeling the most alive. So soon you'll be seeing beyond to a way to more than merely survive. To fully experience your dream's arrival takes courage and faith in your heart's revival for the passion to burn. You've got to follow that turn and stay tuned. Given for anyone willing to really start living beyond their fear, it's all right here, and all that we need is already provided. As soon as we stop to listen, we'll find it here within. Tune it in and stay tuned. We've only got to stay tuned. Stay tuned to the music playing deep 
down your soul So soon to hear the words say And remember you're always whole Hear your music and live your song Sing your life and live sing along No matter the price we might pay We've all got to learn someday Stay tuned We've only got to stay Welcome back. You're listening to Rise and Shine, and that was one of Uncle Mark's original songs titled Stay Tuned, and it is available for download on his website at truesunbeam.com. In honor of Head Start Awareness Month, we're here with Deborah McNellis, creator of Neuro Nurturing, talking about simple, fun, oh, did I say fun? Fun, interactive ways that parents can give their kids a head start. Yeah, so we were just starting to dive into the model you have, the neuro-nurturing model. I want to hear a bit more about that specifically. Can you give us kind of an, a little bit of an overview and, and go from there? Sure, sure. Um, it, it, it came about because I, I realized that sometimes the term brain development might mm-hmm. sound too sciencey to some people. And mm-hmm. when you talk about early brain development, sometimes people think, well, that must mean we need to push as much knowledge and, and um, intelligence building into brains as early as possible. And um, I'm just the opposite of all of that. So <laughs> um, I share, share the science in very simple, easy, practical ways. So it's not overwhelming science. And secondly, I'm not all about pushing academics and intelligence building into, into young children's brains. Um, so I wanted to come up with a new term, a way to convey what, what early brain development is really all about. It's developing that whole entire child. Um, and so I was brainstorming with someone, Allison Smith actually is her name, and um, and came up with the term neural nurturing. And I thought that's, that conveys more of what it is. So from there, I thought, well, okay, now I need a way to convey what neural nurturing is. <laughs> and so I realized that in my presentations for years and years, near the beginning of the presentation, I would share that brain development doesn't really have to be all that complicated to help a child um, develop well, what we need to do is meet their physical and safety needs and provide a lot of loving interaction and nurturing and play. Mm. And, I went, wow. and that's what I was telling everyone. If you're providing all of that, you're really 
doing what a child needs. So it's really simple. There you go. So oh, if, if I can interrupt, so if I'm understanding you correctly, to make sure, especially those first, you know, zero to five, six, seven, you know, all through childhood, to like, do those things first actually allows the child to learn the academics more effectively. So it's not excluding it, it's actually creating the foundation to do so. And Is that correct? Exactly. And and what okay. I'm and what I'm hearing then from the from the parents side is that okay, in order to be able to check off, am I doing a good job as a parent? There's really only four things to focus on. And part of it's play. Right. And That's part it. of it's play. Part of it's fun. So you get your you <laughs> get a, fun, you get you get to get an A on your there's own report card. Parenting. Yeah, there's parts of parenting that aren't so fun, but well, <laughs> right, right. the more we can make it be fun, the better. Absolutely. So yes, you are awesome. so right. So yeah, so awesome. parents can say, if I'm meeting the physical needs of my child, if I'm meeting the safety, security needs of my child, if I'm providing nurturing, and if I'm providing play, I'm doing the all of what my child needs most. And it is, as you were saying, Laurie, the basis for learning academics later. It creates this perfect framework. Um, so a lot of times um, people will use the analogy of, of creating a building a building. You've mm -hmm. got to have a good basis first to build a strong structure. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. Well, so with my model, I call it the creating great connections model, because it's mm -hmm. all about creating both things, creating connections within that child's brain. But to do that best, we need connections. We need, we need Tools. Yeah. nurturing relationships, right? right. So from there, I created, so the model is those four basic areas. Then within those four areas, I have five essential elements to make it more clear. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. under the meeting the physical needs, so parents listening, you can check these off, right? right. If you're go. meeting the physical needs for your child, if you're providing nutrition, hydration, movement, touch, and sleep, basics. Okay. Those are contributing greatly to the way in which a child's brain develops. Mm -hmm. Second is the security and safety. And I, I want to explain that I created this model in a circular form because it all, it, it all sure. intertwines. Sure. It's not just Absolutely. this spokes of a wheel. And this, it's yep. all you know, mm -hmm. interconnected, just like the brain's all interconnected. Yep. <laughs> so yep. under security is attunement, consistency, routine, choice, and safety. Hmm. That's under the security. I like that tunement is in there. <laughs> the tune, yeah. Yes. The, the attunement. Yeah, me too. Stay tuned. Attunement yep. is okay. really, 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 really important. And I have some examples I can share after I share the model. All if right. that's right. Be, if you'd like me to do that. Absolutely. So then under nurturing is responsiveness, presence, empathy. I talked already about empathy, respect, and recognition. And then the fourth category is mm -hmm. play, and yeah. kids really, 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 really need a lot of play. Last but not least, and that, for sure. those the essential elements of play are laughter, exploration, challenge, music, 
and creativity slash imagination. Yay. Okay. Music um, is, is in there. That Music is, is in amazing. There. Okay. That's, that's awesome. It's not amazing at all. It's absolutely <laughs> required. Well, I'm just seeing it like in terms of so many of the educational systems across our nation taking out music programs and art programs and things like that like somehow it's less important yet you have that in there as a basic foundational piece of healthy brain development which means it's not less important it's maybe even more important than math or language you know writing or you know because it's it's part of the foundation to allow learning the higher levels of thinking. Exactly. So I just, I think that's so cool. So tell us a little bit more specifically, like maybe examples of some of the physical, um, how okay. parents can, I mean, yes, there's basics, put food on the table and, you know, but are there creative fun ways to do some of that? I know you've oh, got definitely. some great examples. Definitely. Yeah. So, so under, um, physical, um, like I said, there's those, those five areas. Um, and you want to make sure, first of all, babies have to have touch. Their body mm -hmm. and brain stop growing with the absence of touch. They need touch. So this Corona time is a difficult time when we can't mm -hmm. touch each other and hug and stuff as much as we need, but it, uh, you know, it releases all those positive chemicals to the brain. Um, um, we talked a lot about sleep already. So um, sleep is so essential. It keeps the brain systems in balance. We all know what an overtired child is like. If they're, um, we all know what sleep deprived parents are like. <laughs> but it, it keeps everything Pretty in similar. balance. You're right. Um, Pretty similar. <laughs> yes. Hydration is so important because um, it, you know, the brain is there. Uh, a high percentage of the brain is is water. We need mm -hmm. to replenish it. Um, so we need to make sure that because that makes a difference in how the brain functions. Mm -hmm. If we are thirsty, that means we are already one to two percent dehydrated. Mm, Just wow. even a, you know a slight feeling of thirst, um, and that affects brain function, as I said. And oh, then please. nutrition. Um, a lot of times, nutrition is. Um, is thought of only in relation to the body, but nutrition is incredibly impactful to the brain. And so if a child has a well-balanced diet, their mood, their attention level, their um, just their, their um, energy level, their, did I say attention, focused Access, attention yeah. is gonna all be, um, yeah, if, if they have um, adequate nutrition. So I use the, the analogy that if, um, or the explanation, I should say, of if a child has a very simple carbohydrate for, for breakfast, um, a lot of times when I'm doing presentations, someone will raise their hand in the audience and say, why does our school um, breakfast program provide Fruit Loops and sugary apple juice? Mm -hmm. when when we when they understand the difference that mm -hmm. this nutrition makes so what happens is if that child eats that for breakfast um the blood sugar level rises but then 30 minutes later that blood sugar level drops mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now that child what happens is the the 
brain reduce and body re releases stress hormones, cortisol, the stress hormone, because they're stressed. The brain, brain goes, I was hungry. I needed fuel to function. And this is what you gave me. Mm -hmm. I can't function on this. Mm -hmm. So it releases those stress hormones. Well, then a child is agitated and can't focus and can't pay attention and is moody and might be hyperactive and all those things happen because they, the brain didn't get what it needs. And now we're expecting, so like I said, these parents or these uh, educators are saying, why do we serve that at our school breakfast program? Because that 30 minutes later, that child's supposed to be sitting and listening and focusing and paying mm -hmm. attention to their worksheet, which is a mm -hmm. whole big thing to me to begin oh, with. Um, that's not playing and interactive and exploration yeah. and all that. Anyway, Crazy. so they're supposed to be focused, but their brain is all jumbled yeah. with this lack of nutrition. Depleted. Yeah. So if we give them adequate amounts mm -hmm. of protein instead, mm -hmm. the serotonin is released. The brain goes, ah, I got what I need. Mm -hmm. I can function. I can focus. I can pay attention. I can be in a better mood. Mm -hmm. So it wow. really, really, really makes a difference. Wow. wow. Yeah, you're not in your fight or flight while you're sitting there being expected to actually pay attention and learn something and all these things that are outside the the, the, the actual physiological moment exactly. that you're you're experiencing wow uh, exactly it's incredible and, and in this day and age we, we know better in this day and age we yep. know better so yep. this is yeah. so yep. how how is it that our our uh we, we, we won't get into how how our school yeah i want to make sure that we want to make sure we have time we need to talk more we just need to, to get talk. into okay. each of these areas also that movement piece that that's so Kids need to move. And yes. a really good friend of mine um, wrote a book called A Moving Child is a Learning Child. And kids need to move. That's how it's, it's a big aspect to how they learn. Yep. Wow. Very wow. Good. Well, I want to make sure we get into some of these others too. And so safety was another one that you mentioned uh, as yep, another category. Yep. Yeah, safety and security. The security mm -hmm. aspect is attunement, which Mark tuned into. T tuned into. Tuned into. Um, <laughs> attunement. Tuned. That is, you know, uh, tuning into that child, what that child needs, what that, what that, uh, what. Uh, what that child is communicating to you, to attuning to that child. Consistency, um, it's another related to um, stress, that consistency and routine. When the, the brain is always, I mean, adults or children, the brain is always unconsciously scanning the environment and the people in it for safety. Mm -hmm. It's just constantly doing that. And so the more we can provide that security feeling, the brain reduces, that reduces stress levels. If there is chaos and unpredictability and uncertainty, um, the stress levels rise because we're all, we have to be on this high alert on to guard. know if yeah. we're safe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really big part of it. So consistency, predictability wow. in, in everyday life, like through routines, having that consistency, but Even also consistency in relationships so that uh, a child is learning that if I do this, this is how my parent is going to respond to me. 
if I do it this way, this is how my parent is going to respond to me. That's why limits are comforting to a child, mm -hmm. you know, not overly mm -hmm. strict, but, but some kind of guidelines to keep them secure and safe. That's comforting because they, they know. And so that's the exterior limits, but then within, if I know that if I go to my parent for a hug when I'm hurt and I fell down and skinned my knee and I know I can go to my parent and be comforted, that's, that, that needs to be predictable so that this time I go to my parent and get a hug, the next time, you know, I don't want, I know that I can go to them again. Mm -hmm. So that's what you want, that predictability in, in relationships. And Another just, big, oh, oh, sure. I'm sorry, the thought about um, the tone, while we're, while we're talking about attunement, uh, before I, uh, just the idea of the tone of voice Oh, yeah. that, that is being used? Is that something you were going to get to? or, or uh, I, I, don't um, want to I, I talk about that more so in relation to the nurturing. So okay. So hopefully that's we have enough time to talk about that. But I did want okay. to bring up the point about choice. Choice, choice also reduces stress levels. Um, that we, whenever there's a perceived or real lack of choice, it increases stress. So the more we can build in choice, the better. And it can be so simple. It can be, do you want to play with the ball right now or should we read a book? Mm. And it can be built into regular routines and expectations you have for a child very easily as well. So like you, um, the child needs to put on their pajamas and they need to brush their teeth. It's not negotiable. I'm not right. giving them a choice to not do one of the others. Which do you want to but do you first? Can give them the choice. <laughs> do you want to brush your teeth first or put on your pajamas first? Yep. You can right. build it right in. Yep. And um, you know, it helps. It helps in a lot of ways. It reduces that stress, and it also encourages them for making do, doing decision making. So oh. that's really important as well. That is so the things neat. it's so easy to take for granted, and and it's so easy to build in that things you're already doing that 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 we don't know the importance of what we're missing if we don't do it, and and exactly. I think is is what what, exactly. what your work yep. is is so brilliant yep. in in trying to <laughs> to educate us now on what we now know about how we function, and I just I'm so so grateful so. What I want to get to is is play. What's All what right. is your what okay. is your? Uh... I thought you were going to go to the nurturing so you can get your tone of voice. <laughs> um, okay, that's yes. nice. Play, um, play. Um, yeah, I, I, this one's kind of a quick one because it's just it's just what children need. It's just what children naturally do. They're doing what their brain actually needs, and we as adults should not be getting in their way of letting this happen. So trial and error, experimentation, creativity, um, pretending, um, all of that, laughter together, uh, just all of that is building these strong connections in their brain. That's how they learn about the world. They learn it. The, the example I had, one of my grandsons, five-year-old grandsons, um, over about a week ago, and and he decided he wanted to play. We went into the freezer for something, and he decided he wanted to 
know more about ice. And so we just did, and we probably played with ice for about an hour and a half. Wow. Um, and he cool. learned all kinds of things. And so um, what I'm always talking about is, yeah, you can read about ice in a book, which I'm not putting down reading. Reading books with children is so important. But if they see a picture of ice and they say, yeah, that's ice from the picture, they don't know anything about the properties mm -hmm. and that it turns into water and the water turns into solid. And, uh, and what makes, you know, uh, it yep. has, they have to play, they have to experiment, they have to do trial and error. And he did that too. He was doing, well, what if I put it over here? And what if I put it out there? What if I put it outside? What if it was, okay, wow. is there some science going on there? Is there some, yeah. <laughs> Thinking skills, problem solving, um, critical thinking, all of those higher level functioning areas of the brain. Oh, that's Fantastic. so cool. See, and that's the thing we don't think of much as a parent sometimes. It's like, oh, well, they're just playing and messing around and making a mess of whatever. And, right. you know, we got to teach them how to be proper and socialized and follow the rules sometimes, or we just get stressed. Clean up after whatever they're or, doing. Yeah, and, but it's, yeah. I love the reminder that that sometimes making the mess is the important part, actually. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How old was and he? the cleaning up that you mentioned, Mark, you can yes. make that fun too. Okay. You you can make cleaning up fun. You can say, all right, you find all the red blocks and put them in the box. Or you find all the green box and blocks and hop over to the shelf and, and turn around three times before you come back. And then you pick up the blue blocks and you balance one on your head while you're carrying the other. You, you can make. Oh, cool. You know. Okay. Well, we, we only have a couple minutes oh. left and I want to make sure you, you have a chance to touch nurturing. on the nurturing, nurturing. part. Oops. So, yeah. I love all of them, but, um, yeah. but nurturing, yes. Um, it's responsiveness, presence, empathy, respect, and recognition. And it goes along with exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of the program. If we are responsive and respectful and recognizing who a child is as their unique selves, mm. that's the key mm -hmm. to helping a child. If, if, I mean, as adults, right? What do we want? We want our partners or our friends or family to to recognize who we are, to respond to who we are. And underline and, unique. The, the word unique, yeah. I think, is a, is a yeah. key because it, it's so, we get so tied into the idea of, of wanting to, wanting them to be like us, maybe, or, or but wanting to share this about in. me or, fit, or protect them from everything. But they have their own unique world and, and life yep. and that respect Every level. Every child is unique. Every, every oh. brain is unique. And, um, oh. And so I didn't want to ignore your, your interest in um, tone of voice because it is important. You, how, how you respond to a child with the way you use your voice is it communicates a different message. Creative. I often mm -hmm. use this example. I can say you can say the same two words and you can be con activating different areas of the brain. You can shout at a child and say, come here. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. going to activate that stress response system, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or you can say, come here. Mm -hmm. huh. mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Does that feel a little bit different? Mm-hmm. Feels Definitely. nurturing, doesn't it? Or- yeah. Well, well, on that note, we are actually like really out of time. Oh, so uh, we, I think yeah. we definitely yeah. have to do this more <laughs> we often. We definitely Deborah. do have oh. to. So, real quick, where can people find out more about you and connect with you? Uh, my website is braininsightsonline.com. And my email is linked there, and my newsletter is linked there, and you can buy the, my brain neural nurturing interaction packets that provide all these ideas in a unique there's unique um packet that you can have right on hand for different ages there's different ones for each age and provides these interactive activities you can do in everyday life they're simple they're easy and it provides the insights as to how it's helping a child's brain develop just get them. Well, Just thank get you so Just much for being with us here. We're definitely going to have to do this again for Absolutely. sure. Um, but we definitely, before we're, we're completely done, um, do visit Deborah's site. Get your own neuro-nurturing cards for your family, whether it's for your own kids or your grandkids, or even gift them to a teacher in your life. Then visit truesunbeam.com and claim some additional fun educational activities developed by teachers and endorsed by Deborah. They integrate Uncle Mark's music and the unique Shining Moments pages from the True Sunbeam book. And it actually, it really works well for school age kids in particular. Those are free at truesunbeam.com. So pick those up, definitely. And there's a lot more um, as far as things that are available at True Sunbeam as well. But please uh, look forward to seeing everybody there and connecting up. And if you've enjoyed this show as much as we have and uh, we're interested in finding even more, you got to get to our fan club. Just go to the fan club. It's, it's <laughs> go, to, go to the website at riseandshineas1.com. Click on fan club and you're going to find that there's all these extras in there. We've got premium content. We've got a lot of... Uh, wonderful extended interviews with people. There's videos, there's other music and all kinds of things you can, uh, you can find there. So, and it's also your opportunity to really give back and support what the show and, and be a part of making a difference that we're, we're trying to, to get yep. the word out and, and spread the, spread the love and connect with kids and develop the next, the next generation that's Yep. You know, going to do a better job at taking care of our planet than we have at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you again so, for being here, Deborah, very and much to all of our listeners. Deborah. And remember, until next week, wherever you are, there's always time for remembering to rise, rise and shine. shine. Take care. Thank you for listening to Rise and Shine. Please join Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead for another great show next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, keep rising and shining. <laughs>